Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard, or read, to what we did, and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. This is Johnny. Uh, for this episode, we are going to be doing Spoilers Please number 253 for Invincible Season 1. I feel like uh, if this was, there was video for this podcast, mm-hmm. we would do that Invincible uh, blood splash thing. You know I know, I mean? right? Because we said, we said the name. So, you we know. did. We did. We did say the name. So before we jump yeah. into spoilers, uh, quick uh, recommend. Yes, no, jumping. Yeah. Big thumbs up for me, man. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I mean, uh, I read the comic book back in the day and stuff like that. I've read all the way through and stuff like that. It's been a while since I, I forgot most of it. But, see, but the thing is, it's a great adaptation. It's actually one of the few adaptations where it's actually, uh, it's only the first, they cover, the, the eight episodes only cover like maybe the first 20, 25 issues. But it's a better, it's, it's actually uh, improved upon the comic book and stuff like that. Uh, Robert Kirkman, he's talked about this. He wrote this mm-hmm. back like 20 years ago almost and stuff like that. And now that he's gone back, he's, ha- he's, he's grown as a, as a writer. Because he's only like 22, 23 when it started. He's grown a lot as a writer, and you can see uh, the improvements that he that he's made, you know, over the course of these eight episodes and stuff like that. So it's actually a rare instance where a piece of art is actually improved upon as it's been adapted to a television show or a movie and stuff like that. It, big thumbs up. Uh, it, uh, I like it a lot. Yeah, I I also highly recommend it. Um, as a as a person who is just now reading the Invincible comic book, I would say that. What do you have to do right now? I'm almost at issue one hundred. Oh wow, you're reading at a really fast clip, man. I would have been faster cow. if it wasn't for the fact I'm going back to work already. <laughs> oh my god. I think there are a total of 120, 130, so you're almost done, right? No, there's more than that. Because I still have like at least five trades left to go. Oh really? Okay. Because yeah. I lost I was I, I kind of lost count of it because I, like you just said, uh there's trade paperback. So I started reading the, tw- the trades instead of the single issues. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the count is. I thought it was like 130, 140. I thought it was the final count. 140 yeah, something go- sounds about accurate, actually. Yeah, but you're, you're going at a very fast clip. Yeah, I, I've been reading A Trade of the Night so far. Well, at least that's my intentions, at least. Right. And there's right. Like, at least like 17 or 18 trades. So that's like yeah. at least 18 days. <laughs> a bit of a, a bit of a side. Uh, the comic book is excellent. The p- yes. comic book is excellent. The comic book and stuff like that. And what's really nice about the like one one forty whatever issue run one forty one fifty, it's basically the same uh, artist all the way through and stuff like that. Yes, uh, yeah. Obviously, Kirkman wrote the, the entire thing, mm-hmm. and Corey Walker. Uh, cool. I think the first six or twelve issues, yeah. and he's yes he's cr- yeah he's cr- credited as a co creator, obviously and stuff. Correct, yeah. But Ryan Otley, I think. Mm-hmm. He came in and did the majority of the issues. So when they, so when they give the credit for uh, for uh, for the series, it's it's all three of them. It's usually right. the first. It's usually the first artist that establishes it. He gets the co-creator, but they're actually they actually gave co-creator to Ryan Ali and stuff like well, that. So Ka- yeah, Kari Walker actually contributes uh, once in a while. That's what I. That's what I. As a person who's right. currently reading it, he does contribute once in a while, and he also has mm-hmm. input to character designs right. once in a while kind of thing. Yeah, and also he uh, he came in and he's actually working for the cartoon series. He's actually the lead designer for the cartoon series for the anime series and oh, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. So, so as far as I, so it seems like he. What I'm trying to say is, I think uh, Kirkman has a very good relationship with all three of them, the, yes. the both artists and stuff like that. Unlike I think the first in the first Walking Dead artist, I think he's fighting with. You know what I mean? So I, so it's a anyway. I don't. It's a bit of a tangent, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's a bit of a tangent. You know. So I, what like mm-hmm. I was saying is, like, since I'm currently reading it, I'm noticing there are differences. But like what mm-hmm. Jamie said, that uh, Kirkman is kind of rewriting the story in a mm-hmm. more a modern way as well as a more mature way in terms of like yes. as a writer that is. So there are differences from the book, 
but it, it's 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 faithful in spirit and it's also mm-hmm. certain big plot t- uh, plot twists that are also kind of happening as well etc mm-hmm. etc anyway yes i highly recommend invincible yeah. season 1 on amazon prime video and, and all the uh, yeah. all the changes he made for the comic book versus the animes it's all positive it's all yeah. good Agreed. changes too Agreed. So, yeah yeah mm-hmm. direct i was i called it a director's cut because Mm-hmm. It is it is an improvement over the comic book, even though the comic book mm-hmm. is nicely told already. But let's go ahead and jump into spoilers. So uh, mm-hmm. here we go. If you think you're someone who can just casually listen about a combo of a movie or a TV show you're missing, then I feel like I gotta warn you, and this may not be in order. Don't be crying to us when you end up hearing a spoiler. Spoilers. All right. So spoilers for Invincible season one, which you can, which you can watch on Amazon Prime Video. His but, dad's a bad guy. His dad's a bad guy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. So, in the comic book. Okay. First off, we're not going to keep doing the in the comic books or yeah. or spoilers for the comic books. Because, I mean, we're, we are encouraging you that after the season, go read the comic books. So, there's no mm-hmm. point for us to tell you what happens in the comic books because you yeah. should read it. You should read it. Yeah. You know. So, but but in, but in contrast to what Jamming just said, the, the dad's the bad guy or whatever, mm-hmm. um, that happens like in issue eight of the of the books. So right. you don't find out like the very beginning, and but the mm-hmm. way the series does it is better, because it, yes, it, it's it, better. It does have like this whole surprise at the very end of the first episode. I think it's even after credits, right? It's an after credits. Or yeah, it's like credits? it's one of those things where it's like it's as it's rolling the after credits. This whole like, uh, this whole uh, this whole gross, disgusting, violent murder thing happened and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a big giant WTF moment, and then and then it's like, what did I just watch? Kind of situation, yeah. right? Going into it, uh, I kind of figured that's how they were. There were two bookmarks. I figured that had to be in the first season. I mean, two uh, two uh, things that had happened in the first season. Number one, yeah, is the Guardians of the Galaxy Guardians of the Globe gets uh, gets whacked. I figured, yeah, it would be at the end of the first episode, and. I knew uh, I, I was I was one hundred percent sure that the first season w- was going to end with Mark fighting uh, finding out the truth and fighting uh, uh, Omni Man. I like thought they were going to stretch it out to season two. To tell you the truth, no, I thought I I kind of knew this was going to be that that was going to be like quote unquote. But it also kind of makes sense too because because they only really recently officially said that there was going to be a season two and three. So if they right. didn't, if when they were making this show if they didn't know they were getting season two or three they'll have to. They have to have that as a season yeah. finale. They have to. Yeah, but I'm 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 guessing they just I know they just announced season two and three uh, last week. But I'm guessing when they when they when you order a cartoon, you know you know you know kind of the process of doing a cartoon, right? It's very labor intensive to do mm-hmm. the drawing and the design. I'm thinking they Robert Kirkman was smart. He must have got at least a two season commitment. So I, I get the, I get the feeling things are already in motion and stuff like that. I don't you know, know what I mean? man. What One Punch Man. Has like really long breaks in between seasons. Yeah, but that there's more there's more animation, there's more frame rates in that cartoon. But anyway, but anyway, I, going into season one, I, that's why I thought the bookmarks were, were, were going to be the the Army Man as a villain, a kind of uh, a reveal, and the Army Man fighting Invincible. Uh, yeah. uh, I thought that was, that was going to end the season. And yeah. and that battle is is an improvement over the comic because it was much more brutal. It was much more yeah. in your face. You can really see the destruction that was caused. By Omniman and Invincible in the cartoon, than in right. the comic books, because the comic books, I think, mm-hmm. I think it was always like they were above, and you, it kind of moves by really fast. But this one, they yeah, really, I, really like the scene with the subway. I mean, yeah, I don't remember that in the comic books, and that that's yeah. that's, that's brutal. 
if I remember correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, again, you've read it more recently. I, I think the violence in Invincible gets progressively worse. You know what I correct. mean? Correct, yes. Yeah, so this fight is was one of the more milder fights, actually, Army Man versus Invincible. Mm-hmm. And the later fights, which we won't spoil here, gets much, much more violent, stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean? Like real serious violence, stuff like that. And also, if I remember correctly, in the Invincible comic book, you don't get a lot of the... Uh, you definitely don't get the Debbie part. You know what I mean? Debbie... Uh, was completely surprised in the comic that this happened. Yeah. And also, I don't think you get the audio. Uh, did you did, were, were you able to listen into or did they help? Did they have to help helicopters in the comic book? Uh, no, of- uh, Cecil. Cecil heard the whole thing, and then in the comic book, the audio was leaked out to the public. Right. So the the writing okay. for the show is a lot more efficient because everybody heard it in real time, essentially. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. My, okay. only, my only problem is that Omniman I could have swear said his name Mark. <laughs> on the in the battle, which yeah, is in the like, in the comic book, like they made a point that oh he never said your actual name, so he shouldn't be an issue. Right. So I don't know how yes. they're going to handle that in the show or not. Yeah, and then going back to how the animated series improves on comic book, they did uh, uh what do you call it? Uh, Mark Barron has talked about this on Fat Man Beyond, but he's right. They do a very Alfred Hitchcock kind of thing where the mm-hmm. audience knows something and the the rest of the the people in the series don't know it. You know, because we yeah. know right at the beginning, Army Man is. Uh, the uh, the bad guy and murdered the guardians. Yeah, of the he's, globe the, he's the bad guy of of, yeah. season, of season one. We yeah, and then we, for, we don't spoiling the comic book too much. He's yeah, the bad guy and then one, f- yeah. and then from there, I think what's what's really smart the, the the animated series spends a lot of time doing a lot of character work. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You really get a, a sense of their his relationship, Omni Man, with Debbie and with Mark, and what and so when that fight comes in the uh, episode eight, you really feel the emotional weight of it. You know what I mean? It really right. is a tragedy and stuff, not just for Mark, and but also for Debbie. Yeah. That's, that's another improvement they did over the comic book. Debbie, the mother, is a real, f- more fleshed out three-dimensional uh, character in the anime series. It's almost, it's, a, it's almost like a three, I would say the three main, the three main characters in the, in the series. You know what I mean? Mark, She was more involved. She was more involved with the whole situation with Omni-Man and, yeah. and Invincible because, once again, I, I didn't want to keep going to the, in the comic books, but the comic yeah. books, she wasn't. It was like, it was an afterthought. Exactly. It was, it, it, her reaction to the whole fight was an afterthought, as in like it happened yeah. afterwards. This one, she figured out that Omniman is involved with the death of the Guardians. Mm-hmm. That, that was pretty yeah, exactly. smart, you know. Like yeah. she witnessed the fight, like through with Cecil's with with Cecil's uh, yeah. help, kind of thing. So yeah. yeah, it 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 is it is really good. But but try try to focus on just saying the TV series by itself. They do still mm-hmm. have um, the like the Game of Thrones esque kind of situation where it ends in a cliffhanger. It ends in a cliffhanger. Yeah. Like like people mm-hmm. said that. This is the perfect binge watch because you watch the first episode and you kind of want to watch everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah, they did that really smart. Th- I think we criticized it at the at the uh, at some point in the pocket book, but I did really. They're, they're they're doing something I actually approve of right now. Is like they drop three at the beginning of a season now. You know what I mean? And then they go from week to week. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate the fact that they when when I when they started Invincible. Uh, they dropped three episodes right at the beginning. You know, one ends yeah. with a cliffhanger and then it's two kind it's of just two episodes? episodes. I think it's just two episodes. Because it's, no, it's, 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 it's a 45 minute show. Hmm? But they dropped three episodes at the beginning. Was it three? I don't remember. Yeah, it was three. Okay, all right. I'll take your reference. No, it was three. I remember I remember because I showed it to my – I watched it a little bit. I watched it and then my, my nephew jumped in and then we watched all three the, the same night and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. And that's another compliment I want to give it. Mm-hmm. This is, I can't – it's been a, It's been like a six weeks since the show came out. I can't remember. I still can't think of an instance where there's been a 44-minute, which is an hour long, an hour long basically, right. an hour long animated uh, series, you know, I can't think, I can't rack my brain around. Has there been another instance of this? 
You know what I mean? No, I, I, I'm also thinking like half hour shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh. a, it's a really. I mean, in in a in a world where where people think uh, what do you call it? superheroes have become you know oversaturated, there's too mm-hmm. much uh, DC, too much Marvel. They really did a nice job. They really found a nice niche. You know what I mean? It's animated. It's 44 minutes. It's obviously hyper violent, hyper adult themed. So yeah, another big props to the to people that made that. The, the other thing also like about Invisible in general, the show as well, is that it is like a lot of people said, oh, it's like the boys. It's a satire of superheroism, right? Mm-hmm. But in a way, yes and no. Like what, yeah. I, like what I like about Invisible, I like the boys, which is a pure satire. Uh, mm-hmm. and, a, and a commentary on superheroes. This one is, it is a commentary on superheroes, but at the same time, it is still a traditional superhero comic book or yeah. a story. Like, he is kind of like Peter Parker meets Superman, essentially. Yeah. And I really like, I, I mean, I think a lot of people like the whole, like, human side to, to Mark, to Mark Grayson. Yeah. Not just, there's not just the invisible stuff. Yeah, people have mentioned that the uh, Invincible Mark is close to Peter Parker, and the Love Triangle is, is very close to uh, what Gwen Stacy and uh, Mary Jane. Omni Man's obviously Superman, stuff like mm-hmm. that. And, but the thing is, yeah, you're right. It's not like a, a, a direct. Uh, it's not a critique. It's not. It's not a satire. It's not like a wink, wink, or it's not a criticism of so much. But it's just like a different version of it. It's, I want. I don't want to say modern mm-hmm. because it's. You know, but it's 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 just some. I don't want to say mature either. But it's just a different, yeah. It's it's but it's very. Yeah. It is a traditional superhero. You know what I mean? It's not a wink, wink. It's not satire. It's not like oh, look how clever I, uh, how smart I think I am. You mm-hmm. know, versus like the old, the old, you know, it's not putting down like a, a Spider Man or Superman and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Correct. It, Correct. It, it is. It is very direct. It is telling a, a story. Uh, you know what I mean? So yeah. Now, now the love triangle is almost like it's almost like a spoiler because unlike <laughs> once again, unlike the book, unlike the book. It's kind of obvious that Adam Eve had feelings for Mark. That the TV yeah. show is playing it smart because, at the same time, you kind of see that maybe she is just friends with him, mm-hmm. right? And I think Amber is a better character too. Because to be honest with you, as I was watching the Invincible Animus, I, I totally forgot. Was I was thinking, was Amber in the comic book? I don't remember the character. <laughs> I, I totally forgot who Amber was. She does I remember the, the best friends. Yeah. Obviously, I remember Adam Eve, but I have no. I totally forgot about Amber. And not just because they they uh, flipped the the identity and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. She's she's black now instead of white blonde in the comic mm-hmm. books. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. There wasn't much to that blonde. It's she's just a blonde. Uh, character, a blonde ditzy character, I think. That's all I remember from. And I remember she eventually dated somebody else. That's the other thing I, I just remember from the comp. That's all I know now. That's you know true. what I mean? That's a slight, slight yeah. spoiler there, but yeah, you know, that, that is well, true. That's fine. Nobody's, gonna, I, nobody's I, gonna actually gonna read 100 comics. They should, because this is a good series. Yeah, it was. It's a minor spoiler to a minor character. But anyway, go ahead. Well, I mean, the reason why I even started reading the comic book was because of the TV show. Like, I, I think episode six. Except episode six, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I can't wait anymore. I just, I just need to keep, I need to find out what's happening, you know. So I just kept yeah. reading and reading and reading, and then I'm almost at issue 100 right now. But, but the thing with Amber is, yeah, you're right. She's a lot more fleshed out. Uh, the love triangle. <laughs> see, once again, I'm, I'm hesitant to call it a love triangle yeah. because the show does not establish it as a love triangle, even though you can kind of mm-hmm. see where it's going. Uh, mm-hmm. But the thing is, though, is that Amber is a, a fully defined character in this one, and I really like that. Uh, she yeah. went to the Philippines and introduced Mark to Hollow Hollow, so that's a plus. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, but, and also she found out his secret identity, like smartly, right? I was, yeah. I was really unsure about the whole, like, oh god, like, do I have to play again with the whole secret identity, blah blah blah. Yeah. But yeah, the, the the show was smart enough to like resolve it in the first season, so I yeah. give them props for that. 
I do. I kind of give credit for, to the MCU in this regard, right? uh, because of the MCU and the success of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least outside comic books, secret identities are not that big a deal anymore. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's I'm glad old. they did that. It's yeah, old it's and fine. cliche now. It's old and cliche yeah. now. It's it's outdated. I'm glad yeah. they're moving forward. You know, you know what I mean? I'm I'm really glad. Yeah. Yeah, and and and, and on the other side, of the love triangle, Atom Eve. You know, she's also like. Actually, like a, a well-defined character in this one as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, her her boyfriend cheated on her. Um, I think I think once again, comic books. I think the comic books did it funnier. This one was a little bit more, more like it kind of made you think, like, oh, that's what happened. Yeah. But in the comic books, they kind of like even they kind of emphasize it a little bit more. Yeah, I honestly like, don't remember that. But I do remember they, she finds out the same way in the comic book and the television show. But I I don't remember the the, the tone and stuff like that. I do like the fact I liked her stuff. Uh, with her parents too, mm-hmm. you know. What I, mean? I think it's it's a uh, it's it's that her treatment is the one thing I do feel like it's a it's a critique of of, of comic book female characters. Uh, uh, that's that's the one I feel like it's the most cr- critical. You know what I mean? Right. I do feel like he the cartoon animation is making a point about having having uh, what do you call it having uh, a female character that's constantly oh, 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 underestimated and stuff like that Correct. and her finding her own, own path and stuff like that i do yeah. feel like that's the most critical of of comic book uh female characters you know what i mean i mean not, so, yeah. not only that but she is kind of like scarlet witch and the phoenix you know she yeah. is pretty damn powerful her power herself is pretty damn powerful yeah um, i don't want to spoil the comic book but she does she she ends up in a place where she's very 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 powerful but i do that, you know? i do like the angle that the, the story goes where where she says you know what i, I could do more than just punch people i could yeah. actually help people you know, legitimately yeah. help people, and that's something that you hardly ever see in comic books, and yeah. and it's it's true. I mean, with her yeah. powers, she could create food for people. You know, yeah. yeah there's that wonderful montage where she, yeah, you're right. She's like creating food for people. She's making it rain, literally making it rain. And so, uh, so yeah, yeah, she's yeah. actually helping improve lives on a day to day kind of a thing and stuff like that. Yeah, right. Um, going going more into the story, like how they when they first met. Uh, the Flaxen alien invasion. I like how how that episode kind of did yeah. that because mm-hmm. like uh, because it's like it is it is almost comical because every time they show up, mm-hmm. they're older or they're, they're that, you know that one was a straight adaptation from the books and stuff. Like, yeah, that yeah. that it's a it's a good bit. It's a, it's a good bit. I do I do like yeah. how they did that. It's good. Bit. It, it's a good yeah. it's a good way of introducing uh, Mark to to the teen teen force or whatever it's called. I forget his name, but but yeah, teen teens team team. Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. It's a very illiterate name. I think it's Team Team. Yeah, yeah. But team anyway, Team. Actually, yeah. The thing I like most about that sequence is the 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 end scene when uh, Omni Man goes into the other world. Right. You know what right, I mean? Right. Away, away from the cameras, away from everybody, and he can truly let loose. Uh, you know what I mean? About who he is, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Again, that's again letting the audience know something that the people in the universe doesn't know that this guy is just absolutely. Uh, what do you call it? unhinged? Yeah. You know when he when he releases his full power and stuff like that, he's basically unstoppable and stuff like that. You know what I mean? This, this so, is yeah. this is Superman unhinged. You know this is Superman yeah. uh, like letting loose kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I do like I do like the little bits they have where where they're waiting for Omni Man to come back for dinner or whatever, and all, yeah. or he'll be here kind of thing, and all the yes. little things that that you expect superheroes to do, like like literally fly to the other side of the planet just for food. You know, it's like. Yeah, it, it, those those are little little character bits that really like in the short eight episodes they mm-hmm. really let let them shine for, for yeah. who they are. 
going back to that bit with uh, Amber and Mark at on their date at that fair, right? Uh, uh, there was a, I was telling my nephew this. You, you have to you have to f- pick out these little character beats. And stuff. So uh, uh, Amber was interested in, in that basket, right? But remember, Mark said, "Wow, this thing's like eight hundred dollars. This is out of my price range and stuff like that." Mm-hmm. So the next sequence, a couple couple of days later, he shows up with the basket and stuff like that. I was I was telling my I was telling my nephew, "Hey." How do you think he got that basket? You know what I mean? What, what did he do? And then she was like, "Oh, he he stole it." I'm like, "No, he didn't steal it. You dumb. You know what I mean? He didn't steal it. He didn't buy it. And stuff. <laughs> what he did was, based on you know how the show is played out, he obviously flew to Vietnam. You know, and bought it. You know, bought it in in uh, as a uh, to be fair, uh, I local prices. The, I believe that's from the Philippines. <laughs> also, that's, that's if, uh, Vietnam. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know uh, what you're saying. Yeah, so yeah, so it's, yeah, it's good stuff. All of it's all of it's excellent. Yes. Yeah. All right, but yeah, um, what else? What else? Um, the Mars episode. I thought the Mars episode was arguably mm-hmm. the filler episode, arguably the filler right. episode, right? But but it, it's a, it's laying the groundwork for a future yeah. storyline that we're not going to spoil. But but I did like the uh, aspect of like Mark working for the government. Another mm-hmm. another aspect also that, that I think is missing for a lot of superhero stuff is is they're actually uh, working with the government because they're, yeah. they're not just vigilantes mm-hmm. all the time, yeah. right? Oh, I also want to mention, since you brought up the Mars thing, I also want to mention the storytelling technique, the, the, the kind of formula, not formula, but the, 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 the way he tells the story matches the comic book and stuff like that. What he does is he does these, uh, he lays a groundwork uh, for later storylines in the, whatever issue you're, 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 re- you're reading. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, he, he shall show you scenes. He, he's painting with a big broad canvas. You know what I mean. So he shows you a little bit of the the Mars thing. I should go back, come back to. He just shows you a little bit of the 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 twins. Remember, escaping from prison, and he'll come back to it and stuff like that. And he and he does that in uh in like in microcosm and also in the macrocosm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. certain things he'll 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 bring back. I mean, more quickly, but then in a broader sense, he'll bring it back. Maybe uh, uh, issues, dozens of issues later and stuff like that. But you know. He's constantly laying groundwork and yep. and also telling whatever story is going on immediate, immediately in front of you. This, so, yeah. this, is, this is why I'm comparing also to Game of Thrones. Because Game of Thrones was known for that as well, laying the groundwork yeah. for future stuff. And yeah. Invincible is doing the exact same thing. It has like the elaborate cliffhangers and like, oh my yeah. God, what the heck did I just see kind of situations. It's very yeah. Game of Thrones in terms yeah. of like storytelling in that regards. Yeah, so, so, some, new peop- so some new people might not be might not might be thinking oh why why did they do the mars thing if he, why do they keep teasing the mars thing and it's not coming back the, the season yeah that's going to come back like maybe even not next season maybe seasons from now and mm-hmm. also they did they did a bit that that's actually not in the comic book as far as i remember the egyptian thing remember the, there was that opening sequence of of uh, of a, a pyramid uh being excavated and stuff like that oh right and then, right, right right yeah they never come back and i'm sure i'm 99% sure that the security guard, the, the White House security guard, I think they'll come back to that story eventually. Because I don't think you hired John Hamm to voice that unless they come back to it later on, right? Possibly, so, yeah. possibly. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, going with other teams here, uh, you got also the Mahler twins. Okay, mm-hmm. the Mahler twins. At first sight, I thought, oh, they're going to be the dumb, the dumb villains that they're going to fight, mm-hmm. kind of thing. But they're not dumb. Mm-hmm. They're Smart. <laughs> oh, you didn't. Oh, you, that's right. You didn't. At that point, you, you didn't. You didn't know the compost. Yeah, yeah. They're actually very, very smart. They're very, very funny. And they have the ongoing bit like who's who's the clone and who's not the who's the original right, and stuff like that. Right, that's right. A, that's a funny thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a nice character moment. Another character moment as well is uh, Titan. Titan, like telling Invincible, you know, you're, you're fighting all these these big superhero bad guys or whatever. But look at look at what the what this machine head guy is doing 
to this community kind of oh, thing. Oh yeah, yeah. And mm. I like how they introduce that thing, and then and then they flip it because then now he's the kingpin essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like yeah, that. I don't want to be on that guy. Yeah, that's in the comic book. Yeah, that's in the comic book. You know what I mean? Yep. yep. Yeah. He, uh, get, he gets betrayed and stuff. And, and then I was pointing, I was pointing out this to my nephew. It's uh, Omni Man's the one that lets him get smacked around in that in that fight and stuff. Like he's the one we called the backup, but he also didn't interrupt that fight. So yeah. Correct. So again, it's one of those, again, it's one of those things where the audience knows something and the characters don't and stuff like that. But, yeah. Speaking of characters who don't know anything, uh, Damien Darkblood. Now, this is a character who actually didn't have much in the comic books, but in this one, they mm-hmm. tried to string him along as like, oh, he's gonna, he's like a Rorschach yeah. kind of character, and he's gonna, mm-hmm. he's gonna be the the glue that ties in the secret together. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a fail, actually. I, oh, I you don't like it. I don't think it was necessary at all. Uh, they, they, Debbie was doing the same thing. Yeah, they should have just left it left it for Debbie and let, let Debbie figure it out yeah. without the, without the Damon Darkblood thing. I, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think that was necessary at all. Right, I will. I'm only my own. My whole thing is, I think the guy comes back. You know what I mean? I think he feel, he'll maybe fill in, fit into the story uh, going forward. Maybe he'll come back somehow. But but even though there's no mystery left as far as like who Omni Man is, yeah, there but, is no mystery left. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I think it's one of those things where you you hire Clancy Brown. You might as well, you might as well use Clancy Brown. I guess well, you know what I mean. Robert Kirkman <laughs> has a, he he had like the cast of The Walking Dead play the yeah, Guardians of the Globe. I mean, yeah, the, I think he's this just him flexing. Look at all these people I know. <laughs> yeah, what's funny is I think at the really beginning is. of the show, they had he had a couple of those people do press for it. I'm like, why is the why is Maggie doing press for this? She's not gonna be she's not gonna be in it for very long. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like all right. Well, what I, I you since you mentioned Kristen, I'll mention one Kristen. I one thing I didn't like was in the Guardians of the Globe in the comic book, they firmly established they made it obvious that the, the Wonder Woman uh, allegory. Uh, character, the mm-hmm. one that Maggie put, you know, is is a lesbian, and she, you know she's with her partner, which she got that distress call. Right. In this one, they kind of they retcon it where it's it's that was her like assistant. They aren't uh, a, a couple and stuff like that. So that's yeah, true. that's what that's true. That's why I, that's I didn't like that. You know what I mean? Just come on. What, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, it's it's similar. I mean, they were they were like they have like a whole fight scene with Guardians of the Globe in the beginning, which wasn't in the comic books. Right. Yeah. So it seemed like oh they're gonna they're gonna dive deep more into the Guardians of the Globe characters and they kind of didn't, which is disapp- yeah. just disappointing. Uh, this, oh well, I don't want to spoil because I don't know if you're up to that point yet. But well, anyway, no, no. But I mean, but the point is that we're not supposed to spoil the comic book too much because yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, the comic show. book thing I could I, I want I want to ask, but I don't think you're there yet. So. Well, well, maybe we'll do it after recording. You can ask me that question. But yeah. uh, but well. the, also uh, robot. Okay, so this is another WTF mm-hmm. moment. Like oh, robot mm-hmm. asking the Mauler tunes for help. Right, yeah. so that 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 didn't last long because you found out why he did that. You know, like mm-hmm. I thought maybe they would stretch it out till the second season, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. They went ahead and said, "No, no, we're gonna go solve it. Yeah. Tell the audience right now, yeah. uh, he's not a bad guy. He actually is. You know, has an alternate plan. Blah 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 blah." Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, my whole thing with the Mall Twins and the robots. At some point, don't the Mall Twins say, "Hey, listen, guess who broke us out?" You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how come he can't? How, how come they can't use that as blackmail? Because as far as I remember, the when they escaped. A lot of security guards died, right? Didn't like a dozen get like get like destroyed, get murdered and stuff like that. Is it yeah. robot responsible for that? that? That is true. That is true. But yeah. then, of course, he he works for Cecil's, and Cecil, you know, Cecil, yeah, he's a bottom line kind of guy. He kind of looks the other way sometimes. So. Yeah. <laughs> Cecil is a is a great character in the comic book, and he's even a, a better character in this uh, adaptation. That his showdown with Iron Man is very effective. You know what I mean? Agreed. 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 Um, and on the flip side, you got the immortal or immortal. 
who mm-hmm. I, they went they went all out with the whole he's Abraham Lincoln thing in the show. <laughs> That's what, I actually got confused. I was like, is he Abraham Lincoln or is he Chong uh, Wook's booth? He's, he's Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> right? If I remember, yeah, correct, I, if I remember correctly, the comic book teased it in the beginning. The, 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 oh, did the, it? Yeah, they, they teased it in the beginning. Oh. The, the the cartoon blatantly pretty much points it out, right? In the flashback yeah. sequence. Mm-hmm. And and I think in the comic book you you don't he they don't really confirm it until like like seventy issues later or something like that mm-hmm. like where he talks about John Wilkes book kind of thing so so yeah so I kind of like that little thing oh that's funny that's funny okay uh, let's see uh, I know the show doesn't really say it but since Debbie looks Asian American I mean Mark Grayson typically yeah. is an Asian American superhero yeah Come on. we text about this I had. In the comic book, I had no idea that the uh, the the the, the uh, Debbie and Mark were drawn Asian. I, I don't know, you know, what I mean, because they never talk about race. And I don't know if it's me or the artist rendering, but it, I, they didn't they didn't speak Korean. To, they didn't say, think Asian to me and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But in the TV show, I think it's obvious that they're Asian. Obviously, not just because they're voiced by Stephen Young and Sandra Oh, two uh, two Korean American, one Canadian uh, Korean Canadian stuff like that. Correct. But they're drawn as. Uh, they look Korean. They look Asian to me and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. No, in, in the comic books, Debbie looks Asian. Mark looks like he's mixed, which can be okay. white, essentially. So, Maybe that's just me again. Maybe just, yeah. I just never, I just n- never picked up on it. But in, but yeah, I would consider this a win for Asian American representation. The, the anime series. Yeah. Uh, that's what you. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Yeah. Spe- speaking of Invincible, uh, the running joke with the Invincible title card. Mm-hmm. I do like that because it, they kind it's of they kind of string you along like oh oh here's the part where he's gonna say his name and it doesn't yeah. I'm like oh I, yeah I think it was in episode <laughs> six or seven there was a fake out right was, yeah 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 they're doing a lot Good of time. fake outs but but overall overall the the season I wish it was longer it was only eight episodes yeah. but it was like mm-hmm. tightly told it really it really like gave everybody especially who haven't read the comic books a lot of like thematic stuff that about the invincible universe. Mm-hmm. Very, very efficiently. So yeah. I think a lot of people are going to be surprised to where the series goes next. Yeah, so, it gets yeah. so. I don't, without spoiling, it gets actually the the world building actually expands it's and stuff ambitious. like that. Actually, yeah. it gets bigger and bigger. And it gets more and more ambitious and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, and, and, I thought this was a really successful first season. And, and people who aren't thinking much about Robot and Monster Girl. Uh, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> so oh, you say. got you got you got to that point. Oh yeah, yeah, comic? I got to that point in the comic books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but there's but, an iconic. This iconic uh, storyline with the two of them. And stuff like it's, it, it, yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's fantastic. And the comic book's fantastic. The the show so far has been great as well. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it, it's a lot of fun. Also, you know, they they had they had uh, Alan the Alien, and Alan the Alien is just fantastic. Yeah, uh, and, and it's Seth Rogen, voiced right? by uh, is it Seth Rogen? Uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. The only, if we're talking, if we're almost done with the review, I just want to mention a couple of faults because we've been sucking its ass all all on podcast. Okay, go a on, couple. Go. A couple of negative things. I do believe the animation could be better. I sure. mean, they could have, they could, you know, throw some more frames in there and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. they, they could, you know, a good sign of animation is also not just frames per minute, but also the lighting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you can see a lot of lighting from different sources and stuff like that, it's a good sign. But this one doesn't have that. You know what I mean? They, yeah. You can, you know, every scene, it's like, it's lit like uh, to, like 360 degrees. All yeah. it's the same lighting and stuff like that. You some, know what I mean? So, somebody mentioned that the the animation looked like it was straight from the 90s, and he, they're not completely wrong. They're not completely yeah. wrong. You can see a lot of shortcuts being done on the show, which is mm-hmm. you know disappointing. But at the same time, yeah. 
it it still worked. So you know, I'm not gonna complain there's, too much. You know, there's a famous, there's a there's a well known uh, uh, YouTube uh, uh, page, a uh, channel. I forgot what the, they they mostly known for stuntmen. You know, stuntmen reviews. You know, stunt stunt uh, action movies and stuff. Right, like. right. But they did one recently where an animator critiqued the Invincible uh, animation, and he he mentioned that frame rate. He mentioned texture and clothing and stuff like that. You mm. know what I mean? So yeah, it it could. But I do feel like. It's it could be approved upon. You know what I mean? It's hopefully it's Jeff Bezos if he's not too busy counting his billions of dollars <laughs> will notice that people like this show and he'll throw some more money into the animation. I, I think the potential is there. I, there is potential. Unfortunately, the first season is always the one where they toss all the money in, and the the, the subsequent uh, seasons well, are usually not well, the case. Not, ne- we'll not see. necessarily we'll true. See. Not necessarily yeah. true because I I finished uh, Clone Wars recently, and there's oh, a right. there's a distinct. Demarcation between season one, two, and three, Correct. and season f- four. Yeah, where there's a real glow up. You know what I mean? That so, is true. That is true. Yeah. Okay, right. no, Knock yeah, on wood. Yeah, th- that's true. Uh, hope, hopefully, hopefully they will toss money uh, into the animation a lot more for the next. Because I mean, it gets it, the story gets really ambitious, and oh, I would yeah. like to see a nice visual representation of that. I don't want to. I don't want to tell uh, what do you call Kirkman how to do his business, but it does feel like. They threw all the money at the All Star ca- voice cast. You know what I mean? <laughs> you could throw something in the animation. You know what I mean? Come on. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, there's nothing else to say. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Big thumbs up. Big thumbs up. Big thumbs up. Totally. Totally. All right. Look, oh, he's sorry, hoping sorry. season oh, two I'll... comes out sooner than later. Yeah. I just want to mention one more thing. What what the what the TV show lacks in as far as animation and all that stuff, it makes up for it in sound design. The sound design is excellent. You know, with the brain with mm. the brain you know, brain mushing and crunching, yeah. the bone crunching and the, and all the buildings collapsing. That I watch it on a big TV, I turn up the volume. The 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 audio is excellent. The sound people did yeah. an excellent job. Yeah, it so really it really made my sound bar work. Like, yeah, right? It's like my sound bar was right. noticeably like, "Oh wow, it's really using yeah. my sound bar." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. When he's doing the thing with the bone crushing and the, the thing, the skull, and you know, it's, it's, it sounds great. It's yeah, excellent. Yeah. But yeah, it, mm-hmm. once again, the, the big plus in my book is the characterization. The characterization work is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, love it. Mm-hmm. And the chemi- and the chemistry between all of them, fantastic yeah. stuff. All right. Yeah, that was uh, Invincible season one. He's hoping season two gets released a lot sooner. Hopefully, they're working on. Hopefully, it comes out by the end of the year. But probably next year. It's probably next year probably around next the same year. time. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? All right. Thanks for listening. My name is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. Uh, this is John. You can find me on, on Twitter as well, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-O-U. Music has to be provided by the White Access. Contact info, ways to support us, and everything else can be found on whowhatworksby.com as well as the show notes. Before we go, how about a recommendation? Jumping. I'm going to recommend, actually, AP Bio. You can find it on something called Peacock. Peacock? Peacock. Whatever what, that is. What is Peacock? I don't know that. <laughs> Did you see the thing? Uh, did you see the blurb? It's they have forty three million subscribers. Peacock apparently. Seriously? Yeah, but but they're cheating a little bit because they say, "Oh, we have forty three million. But as you know, Peacock has different tiers. Yeah, you know they, what I mean. They have a free so, how many of how many how many how many is that forty three million people are actually paying for, mm-hmm. or are they getting the ad based subscription? Who knows? Yeah. But anyway, Peacock on on uh, I'm sorry, uh, AP Bio on Peacock. If it's in sort of in the tradition of uh, those kind of like uh, big ensemble comedies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's if you like uh, community, uh, what called Brooklyn Nine Nine, Brooklyn Nine Nine Nine. You know what I mean? It's in, in that sort of uh, what called in that sort of a vein and stuff like that. It's it's a obvious. It's a clear successor to community. Actually, that's oh, really? the closest thing to it. yeah. So oh. it's good. I think it's that's really I think that's the, your biggest uh, get right there. If you say like oh, it's closest to community, then then I'm gonna watch it. 
Yeah, it's. I don't. Uh, I mean, it takes place in a school. It, it, the main character doesn't want to be there. Oh, that's your, like that. that's your reason. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, people can kind of Google the, the plot details and stuff like that. But yeah, but like I said, if you're looking for a nice little sitcom, uh, uh big ensemble, smart comedy, s- smart good acting and stuff like that, AP Bio. And I believe a uh, USA Network is actually uh, streaming it as well. Oh, really? Season one and two. First of all, I didn't know USA Network was still a thing. I, that, that surprised me. You mean you mean you mean it's got it was it pretty much disappeared after Monk left, right? Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, occasion you know, I followed the you know Hollywood Reporter and stuff like that. So when I get when there's an announcement on new shows and stuff like that, I don't remember. I don't remember a recent burb saying, "Hey, coming soon to USA Network." You know what I mean? I, there's something new, original programming. Oh wait a minute! USA Network is part of Peacock. Is it now? That, that's why. I, I clicked on the okay. I clicked on the link right now, and USA just kind of takes you to uh, watch AP Bio on Peacock. That's essentially what it is. But, what the hell? But is but is uh, what do you call it? USA Network still on cable? Yes, yes. USA Network is still on cable, child. Do they still make original programming? I mean, since that, Monk and I do Psych, no, that I do the, not know. The last thing I heard was they made a a Psych movie, right? That's how, that was it. That's all I know. I see. I should write down the show notes. Psych. I mean, USA Network still a thing? Yeah. <laughs> Is USA Network still a thing? I'm genuinely interested. I'm I'm looking up after this. But yeah. Okay. Wild stuff. All right. This was episode 434 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Worst Why Network.